We are live. Hey, I'm back. You're back. Back from my week off. Welcome back, John. Oh, wait, you're no. Sean. You're the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, John's not here. Yeah. Because, uh, hey, congratulations to John. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, he got married yesterday? This Thursday? morning, I think, wasn't oh, it? Oh, this morning, really? I don't know. It might have been yesterday. It was, I mean, it was probably on a weekend, right? Yeah, that's what I think. I would assume. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think because I texted him congratulations when I was seeing stuff on Facebook and whatnot. And I was like, I doubt things would have been uploaded to Facebook like on the wedding day, right? Like He's probably right. super busy. Yeah, it was yesterday. Confirmation. Yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Oh, yes. Congratulations to John. Where's John now? Is he on his? Is he traveling now? No, I think they're still in Calgary with... Uh, Probably family. I think he's going maybe tomorrow or Monday. Over to Europe, right? Maybe. Yeah. Well, then well, his honeymoon is Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Which is Europe, obviously. Yeah. I think it's the maybe on the Monday, but I'm not 100% sure because family. I know family came up or down or whatever for them here. So I'm sure they didn't want to just come up for the wedding and then leave after one day. So they're probably sure. just entertaining for the weekend. I'm told he's doing a stream event tomorrow and then leaving next week. That's okay. <clears throat> cool. Well, again, yes, congratulations, John. So John will be away for a couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, do, doing life stuff. Yeah. It's a big week for the top down perspective, boys. Yeah, it is because you have some news as well. Yeah, so uh, if anyone didn't see my uh, my Twitter last week, I got a new job, and I now work as a video producer at GameSpot. Yeah. Which is totally insane. Yep. Like, really insane. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Especially... But, I mean, you've, you've known about this for a bit. Yeah, but if only they knew <laughs> the behind the scenes. That's why it's insane. It's like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, this summer sucked. I, cause I, so my old job, I, I lost, I got let go. They downsized. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. <clears throat> which, um, for those following my life, uh, I'm obviously here on a visa and losing your job on a visa is bad. Is, is yep. really stressful because yeah. there's like a deadline for when you have to leave the country. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I like came down to the wire of like whether I could still stay, whether I had to go back. I was talking with lawyers and stuff. It has been a stressful two months because, you know, finding a job is already kind of stressful. But when you have a, a short time commitment, it is just a nightmare. Yeah, it's awful. The So I had like a solid two months of just constant stress. <clears throat> and like I said, John and Paul, I, they obviously knew about this. I, I was talking to them. Sure. Uh, on off the show and stuff. Uh, but yeah, every week it was just like, hey, what's the update? What's the update? Mm-hmm. Um, and then just randomly near the end there. GameSpot appeared and I was like, yeah, right. That's not going to happen. Like I'm going to end up at GameSpot. That's insane. And then it just, it worked out. Yeah. And it was, it was absolutely crazy. It, it was yeah. weird. <clears throat> it sounded like a process too. that, like just that one place getting yeah. into. So going through like sense. recruiters and stuff. I mean, I had, yeah. I had weird processes with several job applications and whatnot. Um, it's it's funny that uh, 
because I know you guys talked about Telltale last week. And we're going to talk about Telltale again this week. <laughs> I had straight up applied to Telltale oh, multiple man. times over this summer. Oh, they, no. they had been hiring people. I could have been one of those people. I was definitely sending resumes to them and filling out their application forms. Can you so, imagine your luck? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and you heard like news people coming out being like people were hired like this week. They yeah. they relocated across the country for Telltale and they've just been let go. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. And I mean, hey, thankfully, when I got let go, um, it was nowhere as bad as this Telltale uh situation sounds yeah but anyways yeah ending up with GameSpot is is very cool um i think just kind of obviously like you know i've it's obviously somewhat of a dream job because it's it's GameSpot. like sure if you're listening to this podcast you obviously know what GameSpot is and you know how big that is i uh, would hope so <laughs> yeah. yeah otherwise they so. could just go to gamespot.com and find out like <laughs> I guess, but I just don't think there's I don't think there's any way they find this podcast without, without already it. having the knowledge of knowing what GameSpot is like. That's a Probably. that's an odd person. Well, um, I mean, I don't think you find this podcast without knowing who John is for sure. You might sure. not know GameSpot, I guess, if you just went through John. I guess I feel like if you're in in kind of like the let's playing circles yeah. and stuff, you'll come across GameSpot. Yeah, could be right. I don't actually know what the kids know and do these days, so who knows? Maybe. Either way, it's very cool. Well, I guess for at least for like me and my friends growing up, like yeah. GameSpot was definitely like the place. That's what I mean, is that I think they might be a relic from our internet. <laughs> Maybe. So. I mean, hopefully they're not, because I just started working there. I hope they are not just a relic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to telltale anytime soon. So I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I I now work at GameSpot. Like I said, I'm a video producer. You're not going to see me like on camera or anything like that. Right. Um, I'm not in an editorial role and whatnot. Uh, I am strictly just kind of like behind the scenes and whatnot. Sure. Um, But, you know, I'm going to be trying to get my hands in as many pies as I can. I'm going to try and do a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, Just make it happen. It's a cool office. Um. Yesterday was bring your dog to work day, so there was dogs there. Okay. Uh, what what else, what else can I say about that? Um, Friday's bagel day, so you get free bagels. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, you know, just kind of working with video games every day, or like all last week, I was just walking by people that were playing the new Assassin's Creed, and yeah. I was just like, oh, cool, I'm just gonna watch this for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. It is definitely a, a very cool experience for sure, and I'm I am stoked on that. Yeah, yeah. Big congrats to both of you. Yep. Um. All right. Well, with that, uh, why don't we do the podcast? Okay. It is September 29th. This is the Top Down Perspective. I'm Sean Booker, and I am Paul Fleck. Uh, and like we said, John will be back. I I don't even know when John's back. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Paul, what have you been playing? So I downloaded this free-to-play MOBA on the Switch, and it's kind of fun. It's called Arena Valor, and it has a terrible pricing model, as all free-to-play stuff does, where they expect you to buy the hero. And it's only when you own the hero that you actually, like, level that hero up anytime you play it. But they have a free rotation that you can just, like, fiddle around with and stuff. But I think the thing I like about it 
is that there is a 3v3 skirmish mode, which is just a quick, like, five-minute game, essentially, of you getting in with two other people on your team against three other people and, like, against their base and one tower, and you have a base and one tower, and you just fight each other. That's all it is. So it's just a fun little thing to play when I just want something to play for, like, five minutes before going to work or something. Sure. Uh, so that's all that is. Um, we should talk about Dragalia, Dragalia Lost, because I've been playing this. And first of all, I'm going to say fuck Nintendo for not putting this out on Android in Canada. But luckily, I have an Android device, so I just downloaded it anyways through other means than the store and have been playing it fine. It's annoying because I can't attach my Nintendo account, meaning I don't get the friends benefits. From it. Okay, well, I don't think this is a Nintendo issue. I think this is just a you live in Canada, so of course you're second fiddle. Sure. But to be fair, there are definitely games that come out in Canada first because you're a yeah. smaller market. Yeah. Uh, like, didn't you get Pokemon Go first? I don't remember. I think I, you did. I remember having to download that out of the store as well, like from a site. And installing okay. it separately. Well, anyways, I know you guys in like New Zealand, smaller markets, you do mm -hmm. sometimes get some games first. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I can't do the uh, my Nintendo account link either. Weird. It, for Because it won't let me tie my Nintendo account to it because my Nintendo account is Canadian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I actually think I need to wait for it to go live in Canada as well if I want to tie my account to it. OK, but I also do not care. That's really funny though. <laughs> that's real funny um, <laughs> anyway um so first things first it's a weird uh gachapon rpg game that controls a little better than i thought it would because i thought it would not at all um like i like i was talking saying when we first or when we saw that big nintendo direct about it yeah it, it's a lot it's a lot like pokemon quest and yeah. Cat, uh, cat quest. Um, you mean Pokemon Rumble, right? No, no, Pokemon Quest. Pokemon that, Quest. That was, uh, that's the one where you just kind of watch them run around, right? Oh, okay. It is kind of like that, but it does have kind of the Rumble thing of you're actually controlling what they do and then like attacking by tapping or whatever. But it's very right. minimal, which is which is why I did the uh, the cat quest comparison because okay. that's basically exactly like it. And cat quest even has the when the enemy attacks, you see where they're going to attack and you want to try and get out of the way. Sure, it is it is very cat quest like. Um, okay. You can do m more kinds of attacks in this one, which I like. You know, yeah. there's just the tapping to attack. There's uh, special attacks you can use. You can you have several different special attacks. Cat quest has just like the one attack and uh and then like a hold to do a magic one it also doesn't have like the rolling out of the way dodge right um so i like the combat in this one better yeah it's actually pretty um, good it's pretty satisfying i kind of just don't like uh gacha games for the most part it's like it's yeah. like such a commitment every time i load up a gacha game it's like yeah. are you ready to just like grind out and sink hours into this to do the best because i know i'm not gonna put money into it I mean, theoretically, so it's, it's the perfect platform for it because I always have my phone at me, on me and I always just play around with something while I'm waiting for something to happen on my phone. And it sure. could be this. So sure. Um, part of me does wish, though, I could spend, you know, four ninety nine or whatever to not deal with like 
yeah. annoying free to play stuff have the full um, version essentially like i wish i could just buy it <laughs> yeah 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 which you know I, that's cat quest if, you, if you're wanting that go play cat quest yeah uh, and you don't have to like there is okay there's so much going on with dragalia lost there's yeah. like there's all the things we just mentioned plus a a, a storyline that it, like it's a visual it's a, it's almost visual novel and how long some of these like cutscenes are too um, long i think they're too long I, th- I think some of them are too long as well yeah. mm-hmm. um there's like c- upgrade weapons upgrade your characters upgrade your dragon upgrade your wyvern card something something upgrade your items and it's like yep there's like a gachapon game for every single aspect of this and it's like oh my god this, there's so much to this game yep and part of me is just like i don't i don't want to devote the brain power to all of this totally yep from the chat also all your characters have story missions so or have a story mission so yeah it's it's a crazy undertaking uh for what it is i still think that's fine because it it'll take up time when i'm not doing anything else i think I don't know. I the pro yeah, the cutscenes are terrible. Like how long they are. I think the ones that are actual animated scenes with the little 3D chibi models and stuff are cute and I think those are worth watching. The dialogue stuff I kind of couldn't care less, but this is the first time that the skip function I've seen in a game actually just give you like okay, here's a gist of what you're skipping. This happens, this happens, this happens. We're going here. Let's go. And like that's yeah, that's very cool. That's a thing that should just happen in every game, because sometimes it's like, I don't care about your story. I just need to know why we're going to the major events, the wandering yeah. woods or whatever, <laughs> like whatever magical place you're sending me to. Like, what did you discuss? That is the reason why we're going here. And what are we looking for? Done. Like, yeah. So I think that's really cool. And it's kind of a. I don't know. It's kind of a neat way to get around the problem of having a whole bunch of useless stuff I don't care about because I can just push that button and get the information I do need to care about what's going on or whatever. I wish the levels were longer. Yeah. They're, they're super easy and super like, uh, straightforward and yeah. short. Um, again, the combat so far, maybe it gets way harder and that's going to deal with the grinding. The combat's also pretty easy. There's never once been a scenario where it's like, Oh crap. I need to make sure I like got my dodge ready to go like i don't think i've ever gone below 90 percent of my health yet and sure. if that ever happens i can turn into a dragon twice and there's no way i'll lose while i'm in dragon form yeah um, so maybe like later on it gets harder but it definitely does not seem that way i uh, i kind of hope it does get harder like yeah, it's so a little, so it's a little too mindless it's especially yep. because i think like i've seen people say the contrary and that's fine but I was expecting this to control like shit. And I think it controls kind of okay. Like I haven't had any issues it, with yeah, it. Yeah, I think it I think it controls fine for sure. It also has the auto battle feature, so it just turns into Pokemon Quest. Uh, yeah, sure. Which tells me there's going to be some grinding yeah. to come. Totally. If the game is already saying, like, hey, we will play this for you, there is going to be a heavy amount of grinding. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um but again, like kind of like first glance at this, uh, I think anyone I think if this is your first gotcha game, you you will stop immediately because it is overwhelming 
There's a lot. Like it is, yeah, it's overwhelming for me, and I'm familiar with these styles of games. Sure. I could not imagine this being your first one. Like mm. again, there is like 900 systems, 900 ways to evolve something or transfer something into something else. Yeah, it, it is pretty crazy. Um, but it, but again, it is a free to play game. So if you're wanting this to take up a lot of time, that it it it'll do that for you. Yeah, um, totally. I'm just not in a in a place where it's like. Like there are other games out right now. Yeah. And it's like I could play five other games or I could dedicate my life to Dragalia Lost. Totally. And I think that's kind of where I'm bouncing off of it, too, because even when like I'm at work, which is the perfect place to like maybe play this when I have downtime, I have a lot of downtime when I have downtime at work and I can't waste my battery because I need it for what I do. So it's like I I can't really plug it in because I got to move around at work as well. So, like, even playing this at work, it's like, well, I could play this for, like, half an hour, drain most of my battery, and not be able to listen to podcasts. Is it a battery hog? I, have, I haven't really noticed. Uh, It wasn't doing too well for me. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, I've, it I wasn't got, terrible. I just got, like, a brand new phone, so my battery okay. is fantastic, so I have not noticed that at all. It wasn't um, the uh, worst battery drain I've ever had, but... uh. Yeah, it did. It did some work. Oh, yeah, in the chat. Don't forget about building and upgrading your castle. Yeah. Like I said, there's a million things inside of this yeah. game. Yeah. Um, But I could definitely see like if you were a kid and you don't get tons of new games often. Sure. This would be great. Like this, if you want to de- devote hours and hours into this game, there's hours and hours into it for yeah. sure. But yeah, as someone who knows, like I'm just playing this game to kind of check it out and see what it's about and whatnot. Yeah. It's it's I, and I know I'm not going to play it for that long. It's like I already I'm already starting to bounce off it a bit. Sure. I like these types of games, actually, just for what they are. They're a time waster and that's fun to me. Um, So, yeah, I like it. I really like seeing that Nintendo can just do a mobile game instead of like try to pigeonhole their one of their other IPs into a mobile game. It's kind of nice to just see them do what is obviously going to probably be huge in Japan. Like this has oh, sure. all of the makings for like Japanese people to just be obsessed with it. Well, it has everything fire emblem heroes had. And isn't that like by far their most profitable mobile game? Yeah. By like an order of magnitude at this point. This is much um, more mobile gamey though than fire emblem heroes even by far. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's, there's plenty of these exact yeah. games elsewhere. I'm, I'm sure this is basically a clone of something else that I haven't played that's enormous in Japan. Sure. Um, that, you know, I see ads for or whatever. Yeah. It's just nice. To, it's just kind of cool to see their hand at that because, like, it's kind of new territory for Nintendo. They've, like, ported other stuff and made, like, mobile games, but they didn't haven't made, like, a mobile-ass mobile game yet. <laughs> so it's kind of neat to see how they do that. And that's this. So, but again, yeah. and just personally, though, I kind of almost wish it didn't have those mobile game things. Like every the time it adds stuff. on a new system. Mm-hmm. What was that? Like this mobile, the free to play stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like every time it adds on a new system of like, well, why don't you just like take two swords and make one sword eat them? So it's a stronger sword. And it's like, I can, can't I just like get a new sword? Like, why do I need to go through eight steps? I don't, I don't care that much. This is um, where we differ because this is what I'm looking for, for a mobile game. Okay. Yeah, is that stuff. I like I want something to waste time for the next like 3 years when I don't need another one of these. 
And that was Summoner's War for a while, and then I got sick of that, so now I guess it'll be this. So I guess I guess my ideal version of this game is it, it just the quests. The only okay. button on the home screen is hit quest. You can even keep all the story stuff. You know, I like story in games. That's fine. Yeah. It's it, the only thing you can do is hit quest and go to the next one. And then if you wanted to make it extra good, all the time you spent into the other stuff, which I'm sure is 90% of the development time. Sure. You make the quests better. Or just longer or something. Yeah. yeah. J- just that. Yeah. That is my problem with it, too, is that every time I go into a screen, it's too short. Yeah, like I I enjoy playing it. I yeah. enjoy playing it. It's just stupid easy. Yeah. Um and I know it's going to get to the point where it's going to just be a grind. Yeah. Um but you know, when they were showing it off originally, there was like some like the trailers were showing like tons of your friends coming in and fight like raid style kind of stuff going on. So uh, I'm kind of curious what kind of events they might have planned. Uh that seems kind of cool. Um one one kind of pro tip. First off, this game is almost 3 gigs on iOS. And then you can every time you start a new quest, you have to download like a couple megabytes worth of data. You can just go into the settings and tell it to download everything. Yeah, uh, up front, which is great because that was super annoying. Like, why didn't you just give it to me all at once? Which basically means this game is easily over three gigs. Yeah, so it's, it is a meaty game for sure. For sure. Yep. Um. But, you know, it looks fine. It basically looks like the um, Final Fantasy remakes on the DS. That's that exact art style. Um, I think it sounds good, too. The voice acting, the music's cool. So I enjoy that part for sure. Yep. Yeah. No, I like a lot about it. And uh, I'm sure I will be picking at it. I do kind of wish that I could attach my Nintendo account to it for like any time they want to do like a promotion thing for whatever, like a new costume or like, I don't even care what I just wish that it bugs me that I don't (laughs) because I have all my other ones attached to my Nintendo account. So I guess when it officially comes out in Canada, then I'll be happy as a clam. But I, at that point I'm going to have to start over again, in which case I might just forget (laughs) completely that's yeah so that's a that is definitely an, an, another step like i've tied this to my android account like my google play game whatever that gives you like a level anytime you get achievements through it so i'm hoping there's a way that when it comes out in canada i can download that official version and then just transfer from like my google <coughs> store account or whatever to it but that might be a little yeah, helpful thinking so We'll see. This game also, I think it needs to be connected to the internet at all times because I couldn't even start a quest without an oh, internet connection. Okay. Which I was like, oh my, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a bummer. That was, I didn't realize that. was super that. annoying. Yep. Bummer. Uh, and that was uh, Dragalia Lost. That's Dragalia anyway. Lost. Just- Let me tell you what's not a bummer. Survival horror is still alive. People are making good survival horror games because I've been playing Kalina Legacy and it's kind of dope. It is a game that plays a lot like Alone in the Dark, where you have a flashlight. And that is in the way that like Fatal Frame, your weapon is a camera and taking pictures of ghosts and stuff. In this, your weapon is your flashlight and you have like different. It's okay. It's super like an Alan Wake, like an Alan Wake. It's very Alan Wake like as well. The difference is, is that in Alan Wake, you just have the flashlight in this. You have the flashlight, but you also have this amulet 
of like a god or something that you put over the flashlight and like change the beam to different colors that do different things <laughs> it's like okay it's kind of corny but i love it because like you need this one color to be able to like read this certain thing on the wall then you need this color to actually do damage to certain enemies and then you need this color to be able to like bring life back into these weird dolls that like point in different directions to show you where to go in the house and like it's weird it's a weird thing but i've really really been enjoying it it has a lot of like resident evil type dna in it where all the horror is based on you being at granny's house essentially waking up after like falling asleep in the back of your parents car on the way to grandma's house to see like are you a kid you are like maybe i think 13 like a teenager young teenager um you fall asleep in the back of the parents car you're going to check out what's going on with grandma because like she was acting weird on the phone or something with your mother and you fall asleep and you wake up in her bedroom and everything's just like fucking creepy and there's a doll haunted. in the corner. Yeah, it's like a haunted house, basically. And uh, I really, really like it because as you explore, you get new things to like go back to different places in the house. And that's like the Resident Evil part where you're kind of backtracking and moving around and exploring more and more of this house. And it opens up and you get all these weird secrets and uh yeah, we're but like where Resident Evil or whatever goes into the dumb like pseudoscience weird zombie creating machine like virus thing and blah blah blah. This is very much more supernatural dealing with like gods and cults and eldritch horrors and stuff and that's much more my jam when it comes to horror like for lore-wise stuff. So, it's like super okay super corny and every note is a like a fucking book like it every note is super long and it has all these names and places and things going on and there's just like so much in this and it's like exactly what i'm looking for in a horror game right now and it's been really really fun so i highly recommend people check it out if you like survival horror games it's called kalina legacy that's c-o-l-i-n-a legacy and that's on steam and i think some other stuff but that's where i'm playing it right now is it better or worse than alan wake um it is like an indie version of alan wake because i love alan wake this has some more jump scary stuff which you might not be into no yeah okay so for you alan wake you get a flare gun that you can use against enemies which is really awesome and then there's and there's that one where like the chapter ends and he's like falling off the cliff and that music's playing alan wake's really good Mm -hmm. it's very very good for sure alan like this is like an indie game where's my alan wake 2 yeah i don't know maybe telltale's making it yeah probably (laughs) uh so, yeah, that's all I've been focusing on this week, though. All right. What have I been playing? OK, I was going to talk about some of this last week um, <clears throat> and just moved it forward. I played through the gardens between you played through it. Oh, OK. Yes. It's about four, five hours long. Oh, OK. It's a short game. Yep. This is a uh, puzzle game uh, all about time manipulation. If you think of that, like one level from break. excuse me from braid where when you're moving to the right time goes forward and when you're moving to the left time reverses yeah it's it's entirely that that's the mechanic okay except you're on like a 
like a polygonal kind of spiraling island. So you're kind of often trying to like make it to the top of this tower or to the bottom of this island or whatever it is. So you're constantly kind of wrapping around and whatnot. And then there are a few uh, mecha- uh, like uh, mechanics where you can interact with different objects and they'll kind of work outside of time. Or uh, So let me think of an example. Uh, there's like a... There's like a frequency turn... like changing thing and when if you interact with that one you can choose which frequency to go to and if you put it on the right one it'll like shatter a glass which might open up a path when you start walking again hmm. so stuff like that and it's um it's good it, like it, it's enjoyable the puzzles are they're not super difficult and there's only so much you can do with the environment so if you get stuck it basically you can kind of just go back and forth until you see like the one or two things you have access to manipulate with and you can usually kind of figure it out that way so getting stuck is almost non-existent. Um, my my big gripe with it, and it was it really kind of left a sour note in my mouth every time I played it. So a lot of this game, you'll you'll be walking to the right until you basically hit a wall, and then you're like, okay, well I missed interacting with something, so you need to walk back. And the walk speed is so slow. It is slow. Yeah. They do they do speed up the reversing because I'm sure they did n- notice like when you if, anytime you're walking backwards, you're basically seeing things you've already seen so you just need yeah. to kind of get back like you probably have something in mind so it is a bit faster but it's still not fast enough because a lot a lot of this game will be like okay wait how th- this thing's jumping around i need to see exactly where this thing ends up when i get to it so i need to follow its entire path okay now i need to go back and i need to make sure i interact with it at this moment because C- a lot of the um puzzles will be something like you have like a light sphere in your lantern but if you walk past this like dark flower or whatever, it'll like take away your light and you need that this light past the flower. Mm-hmm. So you have to put your lantern in a spot so that it goes a different way. And then you guys can like reconnect with your lantern past that flower. That's a that's a very uh, recurring puzzle. Um, so a lot of the times it's just kind of like I need to kind of watch how this island works. Go back, m- f- go forward Make sure I have it down. Go back one more time. Proceed to the next checkpoint. All right. Now let's do that again over and over. And it's just it's slow. And as much as I'm enjoying the puzzles and I'm enjoying the levels and stuff, watching this like back and forth at this pace, almost like it gets boring, which is a huge bummer because yeah. I like the little kind of narrative going on. It, it's it's sweet. It's like these two kids kind of going through like their life together as friends living as neighbors and whatnot. And hanging out in the garden between their houses. That's kind of the, the, the metaphor okay. or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm enjoy, I'm in, you in, I enjoyed the game. I like the gameplay of it. But then it just, the pacing of it is so slow that it, it became kind of hard to get through to the end. Luckily, the game's short. Um, so it's not, it's not a drag. But if it was like, you know, an eight-hour game, I don't know if I would have finished it. Yeah. Um, I found this out on several stuff. I started it and I was just like, oh. No, there's other shit to play. <laughs> like I said, it 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 has it is a slow pacing to it for sure. Yeah. Um, I know it's on PC and uh, PlayStation. I'm playing it on Switch, or I played it on Switch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, be that what it is. That's called the Gardens Between. Um. <clears throat> uh, I'm also playing through the Messenger. I'm not at the reveal yet. I still don't know what that is. So no spoilers. Okay. What part um, are you at? 
I'm at a snowy mountain. Okay. I'm assuming I'm close to the reveal. Yeah. Yes, no? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is it the end of this level, the reveal? Maybe. Okay. Uh, don't tell me. <laughs> thanks. For th- that's good of you. Don't tell me. I don't want to be spoiled or anything. So, um, I will say that shopkeeper yeah. is awesome. He's really good. He's a good he one. He is so good. Like, maybe like best new character of the year or something. Yeah. That guy, it is his interactions with the messenger are so funny. Yeah, they're good. And not even like the fourth wall stuff. I don't care too much about that. That That's kind of easy humor. Totally. Just like just they're both just kind of witty and they're both like just kind of dealing with how weird this world is. I love it so much. I love the stories that will be like what and the messenger will be like, wait, there's no there's no moral to that story. Like, what am I supposed to take from it? And he's like, I don't know. What do you want it? You wanted a story. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's maybe, some maybe there is no maybe that's the point is like it is so good. I, I love when you get the uh like. Uh, it's like the claws that let you can wall jump and you can hang on a wall and the messenger's like, yeah, so uh, claws, right? And he's like, yep, kind of kind of seems like something I probably should have known already. Oh, well, you couldn't do it because of the story yet. Wait, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I'm constantly loving every time I get a chance to go to that shop, hoping he has more to say. It is very funny. And the music is fantastic. Loving the music, too, especially the shopkeeper music. Um, I'm definitely glad that one is so good because you go back there so often. So often, yeah. Yeah, that one is just an absolute jam. I have one Um, issue with the shopkeeper area, and that's it breaks my brain because I'm so used to entering a door and moving to the right, and you start on the left of the room. So I always. No, you start on the right of the room. No, you don't. You start on the left. Or No. no, sorry, the other way. You have to go left into the room. You have to go so left because you start. You come in from hold, the right. I'm used to holding right because I'm used to being starting on the left and moving in from yeah. like every other game. So I okay. always like leave right away when I enter. And oh, it I just see. I didn't. I don't mind. have that issue whatsoever. But I guess I could kind of see that. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I it's kind of what I'm playing on the train at the moment, so I'm not playing a ton of it at once. Yeah, but. Um, it's yeah. it's good. I'm it's having a fun time, and I'm looking forward to playing more of it for sure. I really like in that game. Every time you get an upgrade, like an item or whatever, uh, to traverse the world, it just feels so good. Like getting sure. yeah, a new thing to move around. <laughs> you get the um. I'm just gonna call it the grappling hook. Yeah, but there's totally. even a joke from the shopkeeper that's like don't whatever everyone's gonna call it the grappling hook anyway it totally <laughs> it's is like, you are totally right and I, yeah. oh it's called like the rope dart or something like that yeah because it's a rope dart <laughs> like that's yeah. what it is it's like yeah. yeah but the shopkeeper even knows like everyone's gonna call it a grappling hook <laughs> yeah that was pretty good yep uh so yeah messenger enjoying that quite a bit uh last game i played and i i played through this uh yesterday and finished it up this morning is the episode one of life is strange 2 yeah which I have been excited for this game to come as a while. If, if you know me, uh, Life is Strange 1 was like my game of the year. That ga- that year came out, or the year it came out. Yeah. So I need to know from you, because I haven't... First of all, I forgot all about this game. And then somebody's like, yeah, that's out tomorrow. I was like, oh shit, well, I, I'm not playing that this week, I guess. I guess it'll be a little bit. So I'm glad you played it. And I need to know, is it any good in the way that, like... I have a lot of shit to play. I'm not even kidding. I have a list of at least five things I want to get to like in the next couple weeks. 
is this worth taking the time and like spending the money on right now? I I enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. I liked it. Okay. And and it's an episode long, so you're looking at maybe three hours. Like yeah. it's an easy commitment. It's not a huge thing to get into. Sure. Um, maybe play some Dragalia Lost less and play this <laughs> instead. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's good. It's it's it definitely feels different from the first one because. So the the short setup of it is you play as uh, Sean, a 16 year old boy in Seattle, uh, along with his younger brother, who is like eight or nine, uh, Daniel. Okay. And Daniel's the one with the powers. You don't have the powers this time, Uh, but Daniel's like a little kid and he doesn't really even know his powers and stuff yet. Like they just start to form in this episode. Okay. So the, the entire time of the episode is even outside of the powers is you kind of deciding how to teach Daniel kind of how to grow up and, and live. Um, cause these boys are on their own, um, for reasons I won't get into, uh, but it's kind of like a big road trip, move, uh, game. Okay. As they go down the West coast of the United States. Um, I will also say game, very political, uh, which I was kind of surprised to see mm. also kind of, um, like, glad to see a developer taking such like a hard stance one way or the other i'm Um, not interested at all anymore okay okay i'm so Uh, done with politics (laughs) well uh, i'm I'm gonna continue so uh, i'm kind of glad to see the developer kind of taking a hard stance on this because not a lot of developers would um as a hoping to you know not offend anyone but this one uh they are definitely on one side of it um even like the big uh, like conflict in this episode is on the other side of it and stuff like that. Um, these characters are uh, um, of Mexican descent. So that comes into play in, in, in these politics and stuff as well. Okay. <clears throat> so it definitely, it definitely feels kind of topical and real in that way. Uh, they get into even kind of the politics of Seattle and Washington and how that uh, state is like split up and whatnot. What uh, year or time period does this take place in? Like, is this modern day 2018 sort of thing? It's it's got to be 2016. Because they even okay. reference like the presidential election and stuff oh, like that. OK, OK. Like like your friend is like text. So the text messaging is back, which sure. is great. Yeah. Is you When you load it up for the first time, there's a ton of messages for you to read. So it's just like, yeah, here we go. I'm going to get into that again. OK, Um and your friend and like your your friend is literally like there's no way he's gonna win right and stuff like that and i was like wait is that what i'm thinking it is Mm -hmm. um so i believe it's 2016 because like i said uh sean is 16 year old and you have you you can see his license and he's born in the year 2000 okay okay um so yeah, like I said, the, the the majority of the game, the drive is is you kind of teaching Daniel uh, about growing up and and living in this in kind of your new situation you guys find yourself in. So it's a lot of like, kind of when he's trying to you know just act like a kid or whatnot. You need to kind of d- decide how stern you're going to be with him, or if you're going to let him be a kid, and and stuff like that. And and that that's a lot of the decision making, um, which I'm curious to see how that'll manifest down the road. Um, but it is definitely kind of cool that you don't have the power this time, but you're yeah. kind of nurturing the person who does have the power. And I, I, I can hope, I can only hope that that'll again, manifest in a, in a cool way, um, going forward. And, uh, 
because the the like next time on it even seems like uh daniel's getting a better grasp of his powers so it's definitely going to be a thing you guys will be using in the future is what they're hinting at Mm. um but yeah i i enjoyed that first episode i thought it was solid um and i think if you liked the first life is strange you'll probably like this one did you play that whatever awesome captain spirit thing i did good question doesn't come into play once okay good good um Okay. Which I'm surprised, like, I'm it, I'm still super curious how those will connect in any way, because it's a completely different, those characters aren't even in this. Okay, that's kind of what so, I was wondering, yeah. Like, did you play Captain Awesome? Captain no. Spirit, whatever it, it was? They no? looked terrible. No, it was, it was fine. And that thing's like an hour long. Um, that, yeah, it's a completely different kid who, I guess they kind of seem like they have similar powers... I don't know. It, it's hard to say because the powers in Captain Awesome. Is it Captain Awesome or Captain Spirit? I can't remember. I it's don't the awesome know. adventures of Captain Spirit. It's Captain okay, Spirit. OK. <laughs> um, the, the powers only show up at like the very end for like a brief moment. So it's hard to tell what that kid's powers are. OK. Um, uh, but they do seem kind of similar. It's not like one is like, I have fire powers and I have <laughs> ice powers. Yeah, exact opposite. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm curious how those will relate because hmm. they got to relate in some way. Probably. Uh, I wish I could remember what um, town or city Captain Spirit was I mean, I'll, I'll uh, set in. I'll look it up here. <clears throat> Although I know in episode two of Life is Strange season two, uh, it is going to be winter, it looks like. And I know the course of Life is Strange two is going to take place over a full year. And in Captain Spirit, it was winter time when you were doing it. It takes place in Beaver Creek, Oregon. OK, so in, in my game, I'm I'm in Oregon yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. actually one thing that is kind of fun it does tie into life is strange one just the smallest bit they ask you at the beginning how did life is strange one end for you like which choice did you make um seems kind of weird I, that they couldn't find like a way to hook that in to read it but yeah i guess that makes sense like check your save you mean or like an achievement or something i'm not sure how you would do it i but mean they, sure. they probably could have checked the save but i guess this is just like in case you played it on a different console sure yeah or mm-hmm. whatever they have you have the option so you can say what you did what choice you made at the end um and that plays a, a small little role in the uh in episode one which again i won't spoil for people okay neat um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to the next one soundtrack again uh real good they have they have everything you want from life is strange they got like the cinematic shots they got a lot of kind of quiet moments of you just like seeing the scenario and and the person thinking in their head a lot um instead of playing music like max would do you uh you'll draw kind of what you're looking at okay um cool so there's a lot of down moments which i appreciated from life is strange sure uh and another really good title card they always make great title cards which i personally like quite a bit yep i agree um cool yeah anyways that is the the episode one of life is strange season two and that is all i've been playing that's all you've been playing right that's it let's do some news yeah i gotta look Uh, these up yeah (laughs) discord we this was announced a few weeks ago a few months ago maybe yeah excuse me um they're gonna start curating a storefront and they have announced the first seven games that are gonna be in their store 
Yeah. I'll just run through the list here. Last year, The Nightmare, which I don't know what that is. King of the Hat, which I believe was in a Nintendo Direct. We've seen that before. Okay. Sinner, Sacrifice for Redemption. I don't know what that is. At Sundown. No idea what that is. Bad North, which uh, came out on Switch a few weeks ago, which I think looks awesome, and I'm very excited about that It does look cool. Yep. Mad Machines. Which I have no idea what this thing a is either. A brutal ball sport game, apparently. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm looking at in this thumbnail. Yeah. Anyway, Minion Masters. Which, isn't that the Skylanders font? <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that's yeah. it. Um. Yeah, okay. So those are the first seven games that are coming. They've cured it in some way, so hopefully they're good. I'm kind of interested in uh, some of these, mainly because I'm always intrigued when I haven't heard of a game at all. <laughs> so, like, this last year, The Nightmare, I'm going to maybe look in... What the fuck? It looks like almost like Dead by Daylight or something, but you play like a superhuman killer? Weird. Okay. Sure. I'm going to guess Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption is a Souls-like game because it very much has that look about it. Yep, it is. So there you go. Cool. Okay. Uh, We got the PlayStation Plus games for October. Yeah. Uh, It's Friday the 13th, the game. Best way to play that game when you don't have to pay for it. Laser League. Ooh. Whatever that is. Yeah, Um, that's a... Oh, that's a hard game to explain. It's a like party game with a bunch of laser beams and you're on two different teams and you can't like hit the opposing team's lasers that they set up to try to kill you and vice versa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Master Reboot. The Bridge. Rocket Birds 2 and 2064. 2064 is really good. Read only uh, memories. Yeah. So, yep, I've heard that for sure. Didn't like a uh, an updated version just come out on like the Switch? That is the version, yeah. 2064 okay. read-only memories. So that's cool. That's neat. And then Games with Gold, we have Overcooked 1, which is Ooh. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Victor Vran? Yeah, uh, Diablo-like type games. Okay, all right. Stuntman Ignition and Hitman Blood Money. Oh, the good one. Well, the one people always say is a good one. I think they're all kind of okay. I think the good one is like the most recent. Oh, one totally. Now, right? Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> but, yeah, I think yeah. that is the new, the good one. But I mean, the reason it's the good one is because it took a lot of the lessons learned from Blood Money. So that's the sure. original good one. Uh, Konami announced that they're doing some HD versions or HD er versions of Castlevania, yeah. Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood under the Requiem name. Yeah. Uh, which makes me think they might do more of these under like the Requiem name. Maybe that's like a, a, a thing they're going to start doing. Who knows? Um, but those are like seen as like two of the best Castlevanias. So, yes, that's cool. And, uh, and that's coming to PS4. Was there a better way to play Rondo of Blood late, like recently? Because that was PC Engine. So, like, it wasn't really accessible when it came out. I'm sure it must have released on, like, 
a version on like a I think I, DS or something, right? Yeah, I, th- I think I remember hearing people talk about like it was on WiiWare and like that was like the best way to play it or something. WiiWare, huh? Interesting. Okay. I may be remembering that wrong, though. Yeah. I'm thinking of a different Castlevania. So, I mean, it's Rondo of Blood is Dracula X for anybody who might be like a little confused or whatever. There is a like hacked ROM version of the Japanese Dracula X translated fan translated from Japanese that you can like download or whatever. And that is the one to one version of the PC engine copy. And that's dope as hell. So I'm like super stoked that they're actually releasing this officially. More people need to play that. And apparently it was on the PSP as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. PSP and Wii. Yep. Uh, All right. This might actually be like the biggest news. Fortnite, they uh, finally got Sony to fold. Yeah. They did the impossible. Uh, it will be cross-play everywhere. Uh, and not just cross-play, but cross-platform. Your account will work. Yada, yada. Um, and uh, I, I don't have the actual phrasing in front of me. I've just been hearing... I, I was just hearing it like on podcasts and whatnot. The press release that Sony put out during this was pretty silly. Like... Um, regarding their like change of stance um and you know just kind of uh saying this is not a great story but anyways uh that's happening uh i'm surprised it even took this long but hopefully it'll mean other games will follow rocket league hopefully so like i need everybody listening to just think for a moment fortnite is big enough that they were able to single-handedly finally cause enough people to be pissed off to get Sony to change this when this has been a thing people have wanted for so long <laughs> from um, from other games. That's how big for like Fortnite is too big. That game is way too big for its own good. That is a popular thing. But yeah, yep. this is absolutely amazing to me. And especially because like they're f- <laughs> Their fucking thing that they said is like, oh, this represents a major policy change. Like, fuck off, Sony. Flip the switch. Let people play together. Who cares? Jesus. Yep. yep. Amazing. Um, I know personally, I would love if they did this for Overwatch. Yep. Um, and, and Rocket like League. Said, Rocket League. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of them. For sure. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it finally happened. That's cool. I'm sure there's a lot of people excited about that. <clears throat> yep. I'm excited about this. Uh new piece of news that was brought up. So Nintendo did come out and clarify because they did terrible in their direct about this, that yes, your cloud saves will last six months. They will not lapse immediately if you miss payment. So there you go. I think that's important. Yeah. Yep. That's good. The other systems do that. Yep. Um, Okay. And then, yeah. So the telltale stuff, do you want to kind of, do a brief overview of what you guys talked about in case they didn't listen to last week's episode. Sure. So like uh, previously on Telltale's ridiculous bullshit, I guess. Um, The company lost major funding from one of their, like from their do people that I think it's Lionsgate entertainment or whatever. They lost major funding and because of it, they had to do mass layoffs, even though they thought they were able to, continue on long enough at least to finish their stupid minecraft netflix thing and of course the walking dead um but instead it resulted in mass layoffs and a lot of like 
really shitty stuff, not being able to pay people out for their severance or any of that sort of stuff, like actual legal problems that you can get into when you're a company. Um, right. I think one thing that I actually didn't grab or was said last week um, was that some they are being sued with a, a yeah. class action lawsuit about uh, doing this much of a layoff with no heads up is, a I guess, illegal a, a in California. Yeah, I'm obviously not not the person to know, really. Yeah, it's under um, the WARN Act, the Worker Adjustment and Restraining Notification Act of 1988. Uh, so basically, they broke a pretty major law for workers' rights, um, and they are being taken to task for it. I think the funny thing to me is that they actually had the audacity to just be like, we're going to keep 25 people on to get this Netflix thing out. And it's like, well what right and I, and the netflix thing which i had completely forgotten and we we did talk about this on the show yeah was putting their games on netflix like you can just somehow play the game yeah. through netflix not on a console yeah so i guess that is still happening yeah and then they, that's that's what the 25 people are there for and then they were saying how they were going to look for funding to finish off uh the walking dead season whatever like what the final season the final season is the sixth walking dead game okay from telltale so and this caused another outcry of people being like here's an idea get funding to pay your fucking worker severance and the shit you owe them yeah there was (laughs) i was seeing the most insanity the most insane tweets from people being like they should just finish it for free they should just love the game and do it for free modders do it for free and it's like are you high? What are you? Modders these people have free. <laughs> they they have they have these people have families. Like holy smokes! Oh, I love that. As if like modifying some files and changing some textures around is the same as building a fucking game. <laughs> yeah, but like just the idea of like they should they should like the, you know the, this game enough to do this insane workload for free, which it was documented. These people were working like 50, 70 hours weeks. Yeah. Um, and then crunch kicked in like that. Even not even that was considered crunch yet. I mean, um, it, the problem that's a video game industry thing. The problem though, that's a thing that happens and that's <laughs> gross. In Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's I think this is just this tells us stuff is just kind of like the perfect storm of everything coming to a head at once. Totally. Like I even said, I was applying to Telltale like they did not update people about this. There was clearly people in the dark that ever they, they were seeing green lights go for everything because um, you would have figured they would have stopped hiring people if they were this in the tank. So it did sound like they did lose their funding out of nowhere. They probably didn't know about the that part of it. The problem is, is that it sounds like it was so badly managed forever that like it was going to come to a head at some point, and it just finally right. Did. Like I remember one of the original things that came out was, uh, and again, apologies if you already covered this on the last week's show, but um, only the first season of The Walking Dead and the Minecraft game were profitable. Yes. Yeah. And it's like. How did they made so many other games like, yeah, like I said, this is the sixth Walking Dead one alone. Like, how do they how did they keep going? Yeah. uh, Like one of the things we talked about last week 
and like just so you're part of the conversation as well is how John and I were saying like we've dealt with I mean you were part of this too we've dealt with their PR before to like try to get them to talk about them on TDP or for whatever like outlets we were writing for or whatever and they've always been really gracious and been like yeah you can stream this or whatever and it's like they're in a weird way I think first of all they obviously were spending too much money on getting licenses to try to like make a thing that they thought people would be really into like game of thrones batman all this sort of stuff so right from the get-go it's going to be harder to make up that money just period because of that and like any voice actors and whatnot that you're getting to fill roles or whatnot apparently back batman did terribly yeah yeah but for they, sure. they did a sequel like what who is who is saying yes to these and then you have uh then they're trying to get hype about these games, which is fair enough. And you're giving out to influencers of any kind uh, versions of the game for free. And they are sharing it with people. And because their thing is the story, like, I, like I'm like i sorry if I watch a Telltale game, I'm not going to buy it myself. I saw the thing that it does. I'm not going to play it through myself. And I think, I don't know how you do that because it's like you should probably use influencers to market your game but how do you do yeah, it in I mean, a you way can't just be like don't stream this yeah so that, that that doesn't go well for you it's a weird it's a weird thing it's almost like it's almost like but if, to be fair mm-hmm. like theoretically i guess in practice we know the answer it doesn't work but theoretically someone would watch this a streamer go through this game and then they would go well i want to see what my experience would be like with it because you can get multiple different endings for some of those games yeah like i guess that's that's the hope right and as we saw it, it, do- it doesn't pan out it doesn't unfortunately it's if anything it almost seemed like it would have been a good time for them to maybe talk with like twitch and streamers to come up with an idea where it's like well, if you're going to stream the game, like you're going to pay like a rebroadcasting fee or something where it's more expensive, but the streamer can't gonna see get... that going over. Well, yeah, maybe. Right. It depends. I, 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 it I would, can't see. Yeah. The thing is, is that it would keep little people like it would keep people that only get like a hundred, a couple hundred out because they're not going to make any profit on it. But it would still get the bigger streamers. that get like 30,000 people. And like, kind of make up the difference. But I think probably just, not. I think they just won't. They won't pay it. Like, yeah. whatever. I'll go stream something else. Like, there's yeah. so many games. I'll I'll stream anything else. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, what you do about it, but I don't blame anybody for not buying a Telltale game if, like, they watch somebody play it at all. So I don't uh, know. It's so weird. Episode two came out e- either this last Tuesday or the Tuesday before. I think it's this. I think it was this week. I think it came out it this was, last Tuesday. It was this week, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which that sh- that sounds like it might be the last episode. There's some talks of Telltale saying that they have um, other potential partners stepping in, saying that they want to help fund the finale. Yeah. Um, which I don't know why anyone would do that. Yeah. No. See, when it has been reported that these games do not sell. Every one of these games comes back at a loss. Why would anyone step in? Yeah. Um, there's also reports of uh, Telltale saying this is not going to happen. Uh, I guess some weird questions is what if you bought the season pass? I guess the first thing they always do when they when they release these games, episode one, is you buy the whole season up front if you want. Do those people just did they just buy a, like 
you know, a $30 two episode thing. Yep. Like, I think so. And I mean, there's no way you're getting a refund. Nope. These people didn't even pay overtime or severance. And if they um, declare bankruptcy, you were just period not going to get one. Like, that's just the way it is. And nobody's going to force them to. You just wasted the money. And that sucks. Yeah. So it, this is like an ongoing thing. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see where this uh, uh, lawsuit kind of ends up. And I'm sure more things will come to light in the next weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, what a bummer. Super weird, though. Um, so there is one plus to this and that's without like the, a lot of the people, I really hope X telltale people get together and do a Kickstarter for something like real cool, unshackled from like having to do a game of Thrones or a Batman and just like do a real cool story thing. I mean, I'm sure the usual, like come work for us. Oh, that's already happened. You're in telltale. That's, that's already happened. Yeah. There are so many game companies There's, in the San Francisco area Take it from me. I was just going through looking <laughs> going at all the of these list. and going through the list. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. so many here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully everyone ends up on their feet, of course. For sure. Um, but like there was developers talking out on Twitter like I forgot what the woman's name was, but I believe she was one of the writers. And she was basically saying, like, I'm in a weird place. I want you guys to play episode two. Like we we put a lot of work in. At, you know, obviously they had all their overtime. They, they put their blood, sweat and tears into this next episode. But at the same time, she does not want you to give money to Telltale because Telltale hates its employees. So, (laughs) like, I mean, how well do you think episode two does? I'm curious now. Is it like a morbid fascination of, oh, I want to buy and check out Telltale's last thing or like, (laughs) you know, or I don't I don't I don't think it does very good. Like, yeah, I don't think so either. Like, cause who, cause who's buying in on that at this point? At this like, point, yeah. The only people who are playing that are going to be less than episode one, right? No one comes in halfway through a season, mm-hmm. so you you already had your your peak numbers with episode one, so it's going to be less than that, obviously, because it, it can it only goes down. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't think anyone's hearing this news and being like, "Oh man, I can't wait to the new go Telltale play through <laughs> yeah. two of the f- two fifths of this series." Like, yeah. As someone who values stories in the game, who's played a lot of Telltale games, I don't want to play the final season at all because I know it's unfinished. Like it doesn't yeah. it's not even to get to like an engaging middle aspect of it, like a dark middle chapter or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just going to be this. It's like who wants to read two fifths of a book? Yeah. And they just like rip it in half after that. Or something. Exactly. It's like and guess what? You will never get to know what happens left of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. OK, why would I pay for that at this point? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there's also just kind of like you know divorce of all of this do i want like like the developer was saying do i want to give telltale any money these these people clearly hate these human lives like yeah whoever's in charge of telltale seems like a kind of a scumbag i think it's a lot of scumbags yeah uh, up <clears throat> obviously there. that's what i mean yeah. just like the management there was it was so Terrible. poorly handled yeah. that it's like uh, part of me wants to vote with my dollar and it's like i don't want to give you guys money i would rather you know see where these devs are going and maybe play their next game yeah i mean for sure that's totally a thing yeah yep but yeah super bummer news like yeah i couldn't imagine that was insane yeah um in weirder news (laughs) kfc announced a new gaming division named kfc gaming (laughs) yeah aptly named i would say um I'm trying to look at this little teaser trailer they put out it says player one 
has entered the game. KFC Cross Gaming, a match made in heaven. What does this look? Uh, and then there. Okay, so this teaser has Fortnite. <laughs> and then a weird colonel coming into a wrestling ring. And then a weird fighting game of Ronald McDonald versus the colonel. Have you watched this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched this yet. Oh, okay. It's um a bunch of different game moments in different competitive type games somehow relating to Chicken and the Colonel. Yeah. KFC Gaming Player 1 has entered the game. Yeah. So, uh it hasn't been described what they're going to be doing like fully with this, but apparently this is a thing. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, I yeah, this is weird. Okay, well, KFC man. Uh, and last bit of news, uh, this and the last one was from Discord. Thanks for sending those in. Yes. Xenoblade Chronicles Two has apparently exceeded sales expectations, so a Xenoblade Chronicles Three is possible, says Monolith Soft. Okay, which great. Sure, glad to hear it. Yeah, I, I didn't play those games, but I know they they are clearly popular. Yeah, maybe one day. Congrats, guys! You did it. You got another. Good job. Well, maybe. Like, yeah, it's it's a maybe. All right, let's move on to some questions. If you want to send a question in, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, uh, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box are all great ways to do it. Mm. Uh, I'll read this first one from Eduardo. What are the main differences between Western RPGs and Japanese RPGs? Uh, usually, I mean, besides Japanese RPGs like to do weird story things. Uh, I feel like there's more character drama, like specific, like maybe it's just a personal bias. I like characters in Western RPGs more. Japanese RPGs seem to be archetypes of character, like a type of characters where Western RPGs kind of focus more on like that specific person or people or whatever uh like there's a turn-based thing which is the obvious one in that regard i guess they'll they do a lot of that stuff and yeah i don't know at this point it's kind of muddy frankly it's, it's i mean it's definitely kind of muddy uh if i'm kind of just thinking of it briefly it's i'll consider it a japanese rpg if it is anime okay like sure. if, if the art style is anime i'm uh-huh. thinking it's a japanese rpg um which of course i mean there's definitely been rpgs developed in the west with an anime art style um that's just one thing i typically uh lean towards sure uh I'm trying to think uh when i think of western rpgs i definitely i definitely think of more kind of like crpgs for the most part okay um sure uh so I think of things like Dragon Age. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like those more stuff like that. And then. And then, you know, you get into Mass Effect, which is more of a shooter, but it has plenty of RPG elements like, you know, RPGs are everywhere. Um, so I'm trying to think like what are what is kind of like the, a big Western RPG? What's the what's a big Western RPG franchise? Okay. So when that is, that is RPG RPG. Well, when somebody says like name a Western RPG, it's Mass Effect and Fallout that instantly come to mind. Okay, which, which I would almost argue those are shooters with RPG elements. Fallout is not a shooter. Fallout sure 3 is. is a shooter. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. That's I'm thinking of more recent. Uh, okay. Fallout yeah, no, then. I'm thinking Fallout. CRPG Fallout. Okay, sure. I can see that. Um, Mass Effect is definitely more of a shooter, but like I'm thinking Mass Effect 1 because of just like the systems and like how you level up and all that sort of stuff that they kind of take out later and streamline. Okay. More so than anything. Yeah, I think I think it's just so like everything has RPG elements in yeah. some capacity, right? Totally. You know, I was just playing the division. You level up. There are skill trees. Totally. Like, everything has RPG. Like Forza Horizon 4 is coming out. Actually, it came out yesterday. If you have the ultimate whatever, uh-huh. every single car has a skill tree. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. So it, it, if I'm thinking of a Japanese at, at this point, if it was developed in Japan, it is a Japanese RPG. Totally. Like that's that's no, the yeah. only way I can say this is a Japanese RPG. Um, yeah. And then again, the kind of the anime thing for the most part, which most of the time RPGs developed in Japan have a strong uh, anime aesthetic. Sure. This is how it's kind of worked out. Um but I mean, the waters have been muddied. Like I used to, when you would say like, "What's a JRPG?" I would think anything by Square Enix, Chrono Trigger, Final yep, Fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. Final. I would think Final Fantasy. You know, does it play kind of like Final Fantasy? Yeah. I would exactly. think JRPG for that part. Um, but I would almost just say, you know, if in the past, I would have just called that RPG because that's what RPGs were. They were like turn-based, you know, story games. The the main character was a dude with a big sword. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then this next question is ridiculous. What is objectively the best game ever? Tetris. Moving on. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) What is objectively the best game ever? I love it. Yep. Yep. The balls to even write that in. (laughs) (laughs) Hebrew Lantern asks questions about spoilers. When a game is re-released, like Bayonetta 1 and 2 were re-released a few times, what are the rules on spoilers? I think this is a good question. Sure. Um, I was even just thinking about this when we were, when I was talking about Life is Strange earlier. And I was like, can I spoil the ending of Life is Strange 1? No. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I don't but f- I mean, that game is like two years old. It has yeah. had two sequels now. So, okay. The... I mean, it's the actual answer is it's a case by case basis. And if of you're course, talking to subjective. a person, you're saying blah, 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 blah. Have you played it? No. Do you mind if I say this sort of thing about it? If they say, yeah, I would rather not know. It's never OK. Just period. Um, that being said, okay. I mean, that's with an answer like that. We could say anything. It, it obviously yeah. is subjective maybe maybe to try and rein this in a little bit yeah how how do you and you know how do we kind of think about spoilers on the show maybe that maybe we that all kind of give this more of a direction for me i when we're talking on here i don't want to spoil anything that subverses your expectations from what you would see in the trailers or any gameplay early on gameplay and i don't want to spoil any story beats that are interesting well, I don't know about that, because you are giving your opinion, which won't be in a trailer. We don't really give our opinion on here. We don't have in-depth conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course we do. We definitely talk about whether we like this game or not, how, what parts of things we don't like. That's going to definitely color someone, someone's impression of a game that they're not going to get from a trailer. So if I were to say what, like, the weird thing near Automata does, that's a spoiler, though. Sure. And that's what I like about that game, because I think the rest of it is mediocre at best. Okay. 
So that's that's where the problems come in. Generally, I think if it's a mechanics thing, you can talk about it because it's whatever, how it feels, what you think of it. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd say that's subjective, too, because there's be. definitely there could there could definitely be like a mechanic that just completely changes something up. Like, it's such a cool mechanic. Like, for example, Mario Odyssey. We didn't want to talk about all of the uh, characters you could possess. We we determined those were spoiler like because some of them are just so out of nowhere. It's great to just encounter them on your own. Right. Sure. Even if they're you only play as that, you know, item or ability for like 20 seconds. Some of them are just like, that's a good gag. I don't want to I don't want to give that away for you. That's part of the blah, blah, blah. subvert your expectations. You know, you're going to take over stuff, but you don't know you're going to take over this thing. So, right. That's just part um, of it for me. I think the way I've typically done it is if it's in like if it's early on in the game, I'll kind of talk about it because you're going to get to it pretty like quick. First hour stuff, basically stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. It, it depends how long the game is. I didn't yeah. talk about much of the beginning of Life is Strange uh, episode one because that game is only like, like three hours long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll typically try to avoid big moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like big uh, story related moments. Um, yeah, like it, it is such a subjective thing. Um, and then and then going back to his question, like these are old games. And at that point, again, it's going to be subjective, but like I've heard like after six months, you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it could they're getting re-released. This is definitely going to be the first time someone's played Bayonetta one and two. No one bought yeah. a Wii U, so it's a good ch- chance no one's played Bayonetta 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just sure. kind of, you have to, you have to kind of, you kind of have to just kind of like, uh, or I'm trying to think what I do, is like, I, I kind of just try to avoid major twists, yeah. avoid major story beats, and if there's something really cool that I, I think doesn't take away from talking about it, then I'll talk about it. I guess that's the big draw. Is if I feel that me mentioning it will take something away from someone who might play it, yeah. I try not to. And again, people are going to be more sensitive towards that than others. Some people don't watch movie trailers because they don't want to know a single thing. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't. Like, well, I don't watch movie trailers. I don't listen to game podcasts, any of that stuff. But I don't care about right. spoilers. So, so I mean, weird. at some point, you're just going to have to kind of. It's on you to kind of police yourself. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. But, but you know, there's obviously like red flags. Like if I just randomly shouted a spoiler out of nowhere, so, that's just dick move on me. That is like actually the thing. So when a game is re-released, if you see the top down perspective is talking about Bayonetta one and you don't want any spoilers, you shouldn't listen to that part of the episode. Like you should skip past it or not listen to it until you play it or whatever, because there yeah. might be a chance that anything we say could be considered a spoiler if you care enough. Whatever. Yeah, I, but I just know, like, on at least for me, when I'm listening to game podcasts, I want to hear people's opinions of it. I don't want spoilers, and I'm hoping they're not going to spoil something, but I still want to know what they think about it. And I don't want to have to, like, play through a whole game and then go back and listen to that podcast because then I'm, like, sitting on, like, eight unplayed podcasts straight before they talk about, like, I don't know, The Messenger or whatever, for example. Mm. So, like, at some point, there is there is there is almost kind of like a level of trust between like us and the audience you know what i mean yeah and and i feel like uh, we want to kind of build the trust where they know we're not just going to blurt out that kind of stuff sure it was it's hard 
if it was up to me, it would be a month. I think after a month, if you haven't checked anything out about it, then. But it's not. Yeah, so. I, I mean, again, though, like, you know, people's financial situations, maybe they can't play that game until it like hits a greatest hits or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it could be. But I get, again, you know, you have to police yourself, too. Yeah. So a month. <laughs> uh, Rasterman seven says another yeah. random question. What dish would you like to be able to eat or taste someday that you haven't been able to do so before? You can also include beverages if you want. Okay. Uh, my answer for the dish is difficult. There are lots of different dishes that I haven't tasted due to different types of constraints, money, time, laziness, you name it. That being said, maybe my answer could be eggs Benedict. Oh, what? Since I've never had a firsthand experience with it regarding beverages, I'd probably go with either wine or beer, but from a different flavor from the one I tasted. Eggs Benedict is my favorite way to have eggs. It's real good. It's a real good way. I love Eggs Benedict. You should really try it. It's definitely not. It's not the healthiest way to have eggs for sure. Hollandaise sauce is not good for you, but it is my favorite way to have eggs. You should really try it, Rasterman. I think you'd like it. (laughs) So is there a food you've always wanted to try? That I haven't. Yeah. Um, Like, I mean, they're probably... You know what? So this is... A thing I've always wanted to taste, even though I don't think I would like it very much. I've always wanted to try shark fin soup and see why it's like why they like do some gross practices with it. But like, I don't want to order it because then I'm part of the problem. (laughs) Sure. So I would love to be able to just have that taste and know what it tastes like without having to like know that some fucking fisherman you grabbed a shark the species cut the fin off of it and threw back to die in the ocean <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a good one um because like what's the big deal like i want to know why people order it and like why it's a thing because it can't be worth like the kind of disgusting practice you have to do to get it it can't be i don't know i mean you could you could say all meat is a disgusting practice, you know, depending on who you're talking to, right? I guess. The, I don't know. I just figured. I mean, yeah, the way they slaughter cows in some places is disgusting as well. I guess so. I'm trying to think. I can't think of any specific food that I'm like, I've never had that. And that's honestly fortunate of me having lived in yeah. major cities where... You can, you have access to lots of different food. Trying new you know, stuff. I live in the Bay Area, so there's tons of different kinds of people here. Um, it would probably be more like something around the lines of like I want like an authentic blank from where it was like from, mm. whether it was like you know I want pizza from Italy mm. or or like sushi from Japan. And luckily, you know, I've had sushi from Japan. <laughs> yeah, and stuff like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm I guess I'll go like pizza from Italy. Okay. Uh, I would, uh, you know, here it's the best pizza because you know that you know that's where it's from, obviously. So, what about beverages? Is there a beverage you've ever like wanted to taste? For a while, for me, it was uh, Crystal Pepsi because I've seen ads okay. for it before. I had that like in the last year. Yeah, me too. It's fine. It came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, thanks. That I guess that was one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, yeah, I don't know. I get just like weird sodas are always fun, but I can't really say like I'm there's a flavor of soda. I'm like stoked to try one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I've been to Jasper up in Canada and you can drink water from a glacier. And that that was really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, no beverage, I guess, really. Okay. Uh, final question from Zombie Twinkies. Two questions. One, Paul, what do you have against Cliff Blazinski? <laughs> okay. I'll like continue. I'll just answer. The thing I have against Cliff Blazinski is the way that he shut down Bosky was by tweeting about it and letting his employees figure out on Twitter that they no longer had a job. And that's disgusting to me. Just the way he handled that whole situation. And like, I've never really liked his dude bro attitude, but I've always kind of respected how his like his talents in the industry. But I just thought that was disgusting. So that's what I have against him personally. Uh, Two, what game does everyone love that didn't click with you? And this is an easy one for me. It's all the Super Mario Galaxy games. I don't like them at all. All two of them. Yep, all two of them. I hate them. (laughs) Um, Fallout has never clicked with me. I've tried three. I've tried New Vegas. Sure. Uh, they just kind of never work for me. I'm sure I have more, but like it's oh, always yeah, it's always Galaxy like that gets brought I up. Like and everybody does. I'm the only person in the world that I've talked to that doesn't. And okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, why don't you tell them where they can send questions for next week? I don't know. I guess the internet somewhere. Top down perspective at yeah. gmail.com. You could try. Uh, TDP podcast on Twitter, facebook.com slash top down perspective, John's PO box and our discord. If you're not part of the discord, go ahead and join that. And there's a little channel there. You can put it in and we'll see it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's your game of the week? I mean, I didn't talk about, I'm going to say the end of (laughs) Spider-Man. So I'm, I'm going to say the messenger. Okay. Uh, okay, and a bit of housekeeping. So uh, again, John got married. Congrats to him and Reese. Yeah, uh, John will be away on his honeymoon for a week or two. I don't know when he he's, gets back. He's back on the thirteenth, I think. I remember. Okay, great. So I guess I don't know if he's here that week for the twelfth, though. If we do the Friday, I mean, we could push it back for him if we need to. So yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. Um, we are going to record the Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon episode of tdp plus right after this so look for that episode if you are a uh, patreon backer um, i did the math on the patreon okay if you subscribe if you're a patreon backer you get over six hours of bonus podcasts probably over seven once you finish fire emblem for a buck for a buck yep and next month the poll ended we will be playing through minute uh which i've been looking forward to playing that game for uh since it came out so that's exciting yeah Uh, but that'll do it for this episode and we will see you guys next week thank you goodbye